We live in the day of the 24-hour news cycle, and most of what we hear is bad news. With the steady stream of evil reports, it is easy to forget that God has provided good news in a bad world, and that good news is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Today, we join Scott Pauley as he opens God's Word to remind us of God's good news, the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ, and how that good news not only encourages us as believers, but is also the message this unbelieving world desperately needs. Let's join Scott now. Do you remember the last time you heard a good news story on the local news, on the national news, on the world news? You know, the reality is we are living in a world filled with bad news. Why is that? Well, the answer is spiritual. We're living in a world filled with bad news because we're living in a sinful world. We're sinners. We're surrounded by other sinners. Sinners have conflict with each other. Uh, Even the earth itself, this planet we're living on, is living under the curse of sin. All the effects and, and ramifications of that are because we are living in a fallen world. So it should be no surprise that we're going to hear bad news. And frankly, if evil men and seducers are going to wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived, I think we'll hear more and more bad news. So what do you do with that? Do you just stick your head in the sand and act like it's not true? Do you uh, just try to ignore what's going on around you? Uh, Do you fuss about it? What do you do? Uh, Some people on one end of the spectrum, just immerse themselves in the 24-7 news cycle, and it just ruins their spirit. Then on the other hand, there are people that completely turn the news off, have no idea what's going on in the world. Uh, We ought to be informed, but how do you live in a world filled with bad news? The answer to that question is found in the gospel. You see, a believer has to look at this world through the lens of the gospel. And might I say to you, if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, there is no real good news for you until you get a glimpse of the gospel. So for the next several studies, we're going to take just a little time and talk about the gospel. Good news in a bad world. Good news in evil days, because frankly, that's what every one of us need. If you've never heard the gospel, you definitely need it. If you've heard it thousands of times, you need to hear it again, ponder its implications in your own life, rejoice in the sufficiency of Christ, and then determine to share it with someone else. Today, let's begin with the first mention of the word gospel in our New Testament. And I would point out to you that the word gospel is first introduced to us in the New Testament. Why would that be? Because it is with the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ that the good news is brought to man. Do you remember when our Lord Jesus was born in Bethlehem? Good tidings to all men. This is the beginning. You you have to begin with the person and work of Jesus Christ. And everything else grows and flows out of that. So it's very appropriate that the first mention of the word gospel is found in the gospel according to Matthew in the ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ. In Matthew chapter 4 and verse 23, the Bible says, And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. Now, this is an interesting expression, not just the gospel here, but the gospel of the kingdom. That's unique. How is that unique? Well, because the king was the one standing in front of them. 
You see, the gospel of the kingdom directly relates to our Lord's rule and reign on this earth. Now, that's what God has always wanted, uh, to rule this planet, to reign over man on this earth. That's what he's wanted from the very beginning. At sin, our rebel hearts refused that, rejected that. And so when the Lord Jesus Christ came to earth, the king presented himself uh, to the people. The king presented himself to the nation of Israel. And we know, of course, Scripture says he came into his own, and his own received him not. So they rejected the king. Uh, they, would, they would cry out, Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. And then just a few days later, they would cry out, Crucify him. They crucified their king. Uh, but the kingdom was offered to them in the person of the king. Now, prophetically, this is really exciting. The same gospel record, Matthew records for us in Matthew chapter number 24 uh, that at the end of time, when you come to the tribulation age, this same message is going to be preached, the gospel of the kingdom. Matthew 24, 14, and this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. Why will it be preached again in the end of the world? Why will it be preached at the end of the New Testament age like it was at the beginning of the New Testament age? Because the Lord is going to give men another chance to accept him as their ruler as their king. And for the record, the king is coming back. The one who preached and presented himself in Matthew chapter 4 will return. He will rule and he will reign over this earth. The king is coming and he will establish his kingdom. So uh, this expression, the gospel of the kingdom, is directly related to the presentation of Christ as king to Israel and king over all. And the fulfillment of that, of course, will happen at the end of the age. But I think it's very, very significant that the first mention of the gospel, the word gospel means good news. That's literally what it means, a good message. Would you like to hear a good message? Are you sick and tired of bad news? Are you frustrated and disillusioned with everything you're hearing and seeing around you? All right, here's the good news. The good news is found in Jesus Christ. So let's just begin with two or three introductory observations, if we may, to this study. The first is that the gospel is connected to a person. Now, this is very important, not to a, a denomination, not to a religious system, not to a, a bunch of rules and regulations. The gospel, first, foremost, and forever, is connected to the person of Jesus Christ. There's a reason why this word gospel is first connected to Jesus. Why? Because he is the good news. It might interest you to know that this word gospel is the same root word we get our word evangelism from or evangelist from. Uh, so the idea here is that Christ is the good news. Christ himself is the message. He is the evangel, if you will. And so it's connected to Christ. He came to this earth. He lived a sinless life. He fulfilled the law perfectly. He fulfilled all the righteous requirements of a holy God. Then he took our sin to the cross. He became sin for us. On that cross, Jesus Christ took our sin, our death, our hell, our eternal judgment. He was buried. He rose from the dead the third day so that he could give us eternal life. He took our sin. We take his salvation. So the first thing you must get is that the gospel is connected to a person. Then here's a second truth. The gospel must be preached. What did Jesus do with it? The Bible plainly says he was teaching it and he was preaching it. I love that. 
The gospel is not something to be heard. The gospel is something to be shared. The gospel is not something you keep to yourself. The gospel is something you must pass on. I tell you, if Jesus came preaching the gospel, if he was a gospel preacher, don't you think we should be? If Christ came embodying the good news, don't you think his followers should embody the good news? The third thing I would point out to you from Matthew chapter 4 and verse number 23 is that it's for all people. I love this. He goes to all manner of people with all manner of problems. I believe that the gospel is still the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes, Romans chapter number 1. I am convinced and convicted that the answer to problems in individual lives, families, and society, indeed in the whole fallen world, is the good news that is found through the person and work of Jesus Christ. If you've never believed on the Lord Jesus Christ, could I say to you today, repent and believe the gospel. Look to Jesus and be saved, my friend. There's good news for you. The bad news is you're a sinner. The good news is he will save you. And if you have believed the gospel, then determine to share it with someone else today. The Apostle Paul wrote in the book of Romans that the gospel is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. Thank God for the transforming power of the gospel of his dear son. And may this truth stir our heart as we seek to impact those within our influence with the good news of Jesus Christ. For additional resources on the gospel, we invite you to visit Scott's YouTube channel and view the playlist on the sermon series entitled The Joy of the Gospel. These four Bible messages were given in a revival meeting, and they will surely be an encouragement and help to you as you live a life focused on God's good news. And until next time, we hope you will enjoy the journey.